Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join Welcome us. Welcome to episode 83. 84. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Last episode 83. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty dang sure. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. I got it wrong. So it's okay. Well, welcome. Welcome, welcome to <laughs> apparently episode 84. You know, you know, it's once you get like past number 70, it's like, what was what it? What are even numbers anymore? Numbers? Today, we're going to talk about student teachers. Hey. You, if you're a teacher in us, if you're a credentialed teacher, you were one. Mm-hmm. If you've been a credentialed <laughs> teacher for any number of years, yep. you're probably going to get one. Yes. And especially if you're a music specialist, mm-hmm, there aren't mm-hmm. that many of us. There aren't us. so many. And yeah. like, it's really, it is great to have an elementary music teacher. I love it. Lead you through as a student teacher because I didn't have one. I had oh a high my school. Gosh. Mine was high school. Yeah, same. I Well, okay, that's not true. I did do a little bit of field work with one, okay, but okay. she wasn't very good. My field work was not through a music teacher. I only oh. observed. And I think it's because I had my special ed credential. I was going okay. for a dual. So a lot of the people at my institution pushed me towards was English you know, okay. stuff. But yeah, um, I'm glad that um, pe- people. So you have, I was mentioned last episode, you have a student teacher. I do. Which is awesome. I do have a student teacher and he's wonderful. Cool. Yes. And I'm so excited. And he, he lives like 10 minutes from the school. He like grew that up in the area. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Yes. It's really, really awesome. That's awesome. And he's a San Diego state student. Come, come, um, come. Yeah. He's, he's lovely. The kids already just love him. So how great. many student teachers have you had? I, this will be my fourth. Fourth. Wow. Yes. Okay. Huh, huh. Yeah. And I've learned a thing or two. So I told Jonathan that I wanted to talk about student teachers today, and I thought that we would come at it from two angles. Mm -hmm. So first, let's talk about what it's like to host one and maybe some things that have worked for us. Yeah, sure. We'll talk best practices, and then we'll talk about how to be a great one Yeah, or -hmm. how to set yourself up for success. You know, for sure. Yeah, because you you never really know what you're walking into when you're a student teacher. Um, you kind of just get matched and hope yeah. for the best. Mm-hmm. So it's worse than online dating. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You have some stories. <laughs> but that life is over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can also uh, unsubscribe. Oh me yeah, from, I don't uh, think Crystal we said Plainwood. that before. <laughs> no. So you know, Crystal had this whole segment that ran for a th- at least three episodes. Right. <laughs> Find John a girl episode. It's another segment. It's like, no. You guys can stop now. Please He's stop the gotta DMs. Go girl <laughs> anywho so yeah be good. yeah let be good but you know there's what's more even outside of school you know what's even better <laughs> what's better not dealing with with online dating and not also dealing with no that was that was a bad segue i was trying to find a segue you were trying back i was gonna I go thought, with it anyways so i was gonna go with it i was gonna i was gonna be there with you okay it's okay well, i appreciate it I appreciate <laughs> you're it. welcome <laughs> okay so let's say that yes that yes. You're, you're getting your first student teacher what what's something that you've learned so Through the process. I've only had one student teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. And <laughs> first off, it was Leah, uh, okay. who we've had on the episode. Yes, uh, we on the have. Show Hi, Leah. Hi, Leah. Um, and so uh, it was also during a very hard time, mm-hmm. which was called COVID-19. So my That's only right. experience of having a student I teacher. I forgot about that. was online. It was online. My Mind you, goodness. the good news is we worked with my principal. Was like We actually decided to share the same room mm-hmm. on two different laptops talking to the kids online. So we were at least able to engage each other like in person. If she had any questions, um, there was that. Okay. But like it was a very different time. 
Totally. And, but I, I feel like though through that process, I've learned a couple things mm-hmm. of what I'd like to have, or what uh, would be a good student teaching situation, and mainly because it um, helped me. My student teaching was not good. Let's put it that way. My student teaching was not good, mm-hmm. um, and I don't. It's not. I don't blame the student, the master teacher, or anything. It's just I was given to a part-time music teacher okay and so they were probably because that's all they could find that and also they wanted to pair me up with as i mentioned earlier my special ed credential so I was, okay okay i was double fisting it kind of kind of thing so gotcha in the morning i had english um and then in the afternoon i had music and okay. my music teacher i didn't do a lot in with band i did mm-hmm. i taught guitar class okay but i didn't do a lot with band and so at first when i was having leah student teach i kind of had that paradigm oh i guess you only have them do part of it and you also want to still continue your program kind of thing because yeah. that's kind of what, what my master she wanted to do she wanted to make sure that her program is still because you only have one band class yeah kind of thing so yeah. I, I empathize it for uh, certainly but it, for me it's like i what i wish i did with leah was i let go and eventually let her take care of every single f- fragment mm-hmm. of my class mm-hmm. um because that's what it <laughs> regular teachers going to be doing right that's what well and that's what they need to be able to do right so it's not like having i mean i'm sorry if this is stupid and obvious to say Mm -hmm. but i feel like i have to verbalize this it's not like teaching a kid like you're teaching a colleague yeah you know and so the first thing that i do when i have a student teacher is i bring them to the front of the room and i have them introduce themselves and i make it very clear Mm -hmm. to the kids like i don't call them a student teacher i say this is a guest teacher they will be with us for the next few months and we will be co-teaching together the same rules apply for you know mr you know whatever um and uh, so far they've all been men good that's interesting oh, sorry, sorry. well I, that, yeah that, i mean it just is well i mean to an extent good that wasn't what i meant to say i <laughs> no, meant to, okay. I, thought said, I thought you were gonna say something else but there are a lot of like the, a lot of the elementary music education demographic is women caucasian women and so i know have, i mean like, that's word on the street but it hasn't been my personal experience that's fascinating. and that if fascinating. you look at if you look at us like when we get together for our music teacher meetings we're pretty even split gender wise are we? Yeah, we're 50-50. I counted. Are we? Are we, we totally wait, 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 are. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know if it is across the think, district. I'm trying to think. Don't argue with me. I counted I, I, at the last I, I, meeting. I believe you. Do I you, believe, though, John? I be, well, You're doubting are me. You, are you including the, the presenter, a.k.a. <laughs> Jesse Rogers? or? I mean, just just go with it. Just okay? try just just to think. Who, we're who pretty we? even split here I, in Chula. Okay. We yeah. just are. It's yeah, true. It's true. We at Chula are pretty cool. So... <laughs> Ow. I'll be here oh. all year. Oh, that hurts. Like and subscribe. God. Hit that bell. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting more and more desperate with every single thing you say. You know. Okay, anyway, uh, so after so, I introduce yes, them and uh-huh. I make it really clear that they are on equal footing with yeah. me, um, usually, so the first couple of weeks they watch and just kind of see how things yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. And I do have things that are non negotiable. Like, mm-hmm. I have the same four rules up in my classroom from the time the kids are in kindergarten until sixth grade. That doesn't change. And I do my rules every day. Yeah. Um, and so I'm pretty firm on that. It's like, that's not going to change. But then as far as like content and stuff, I, I just gave him um, my, uh, I gave him access to my Google Drive, mm-hmm. um, that my my folder that has all of my planning documents in it. That I mentioned last episode because you're a rock in the organization. This year. <laughs> I feel so good uh, with yeah. my organization. And I was like, here's the scope and sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you're hitting these, uh, then we're good. And it has it broken down. It's Jesse Rogers' scope and sequence. It's mm-hmm. really great. Okay. Um, and, uh, and it has it broken down by lesson and by quarter like we need to be talking about these things in this lesson mm. it's too and bad so. though just sucks so you know yeah he left he us sucks. 
<laughs> no, he doesn't suck. We love yeah. him. No, he's great. Um, uh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of how I structure it. And then um, something that I came up with this year that is working really well that I'm mm-hmm. doing with my current student teacher that I haven't done before was yeah. I realized um, there was so many there was so much to talk about after every day, and it's just such a rapid fire day. So much happens in the course of a school day, especially when you're switching classes constantly you know like you do as a music teacher it's like you forget about what you need to talk about so i gave him a journal and it's our communication journal Mm. so he can uh jot down questions or whatever like things he wants more clarity on and then we can and then i can write back so not only you know do we have more time kind of to like write it down he doesn't forget throughout the day but then he'll have it when we're done and he can keep it with him yeah yeah Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So it seems like you were very much on the notion of there are certain things that are kept, but for afterwards, feel free to do what you want. I mean, I feel like that's the the most powerful thing that we can do mm-hmm. is step into our own as teachers. You know, everybody has their own teaching style. Yeah, very much so. It's a very relational, very personal thing. Mm-hmm. And you have to find your style. It's kind of like photography. You know, I feel like when I first started being... Uh, I'm a photographer as well. So when I first started getting into professional photography, I had to find my style and I was all over the place for the first three years. Um, It's like I changed my editing style and even my shooting style. And now if you see a picture, it's pretty clear that it's mine. You know, I've got a very style. Yeah. Yeah. I've Mm -hmm. got it dialed in. I know what I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's the same kind of a thing, you know? And so I'm, I might influence what they say and give them a little gentle nudge here and there, but I mean, overall, as long as as long as this, the the objectives are being hit and the kids are having a great time and we're learning, I'm I'm gonna toss in the keys and let them drive yeah. the car. I mean, it's kind of like what we do with our students. Mm-hmm. Like in the end, it has to be their 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 education. Yes, it has to be also their education as for the student teacher. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and like you were saying in the last episode, we're not going to be at our schools forever. Mm-hmm. Like they they have to have the confidence that they can do this without us and also the best part is as we know with our kids hopefully if we allow them to have the keys to the car they might drive better than we do oh my gosh yes like i've learned so much from my student mm -hmm. teachers yes i I, first off i go back to what my um my uncle who teaches photography over at punahou um in hawaii and he when i first started teaching he said one of the first and most important things he said is you're you as the teacher need to be learning the most yeah you as the teacher are the ones that is the one that learns the most in the classroom. If you're not learning, then you are not teaching. Like mm-hmm. you aren't growing as a person. Like you as a teacher needs. If to, you keep things the same, keep things the same. But also, if you think that growing. you know everything, that's another yeah, thing. That's if true. you keep the paradigm that I know what I know, I, I know what's up. Those kids are just receiving my information like tabula rasa just absorbing and i'm here as the great and powerful one to give them the, the, <laughs> the information to impart my wisdom from on high it's a, well yeah, a lot, sadly there's it. a lot of teachers that view it that way yes, and like that's yes. not the way to take it so no. like, his notion is like if you you the teacher are the one that learns the most because you are offering it you are realizing what works and what doesn't and yeah and so um yeah also the way you learn fastest as a new teacher is you just get thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And I And at least it's a safe place with somebody else to be like, "Oh, that's that was rough, huh?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's 
how if, can it go better next time if leah's listening to this episode she'll remember of a situation and i do wish yes they learn best by fire but there are ways also if you see something that's going to happen later on like for example as you're doing it was we were teaching um i don't know why i'm shaking my shoulders <laughs> as we were teaching online parents were next to their uh, uh, next to their students yes and there was a situation that happened um and i should have foreseen that and warned like there's things like because in the end like yes they learn best by being thrown in the fire but also, if you see a uh, situation and recognize that this could be a bad thing, could swoop in, yeah, or yeah. swoop in, or just say, "Hey, heads up, I'll do this, do this," uh-huh. but this can something might happen, right? Be you know, give give a uh, give like a little forewarning, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but back to what I was saying, like the notion that if you give them the key, the kids, the keys, the car, they can drive better than you. I know. Mm-hmm. I know Leah is going to be a better teacher than me, mm-hmm. and that's not me whipping myself. Like right. she's an awesome at, um, pedagogue. Um, and the same thing with also when I've been doing induction men- uh, men- uh, mentoring, um, same thing with Jasandra. I know Jasandra's going to do awesome things. And so, but yeah. if, if you give them the tools and not think that they are just recipients of knowledge, like yeah. they can do some cool stuff with your kids. And then the For kids sure. can say, oh, that's awesome and flourish from there. For sure. Yeah. Well, also they just, they, they're up on the latest in um, the it's research, true. you true. know, like my, my info from my program is 16 years old now. Um, there's been a lot that's happened in yep. the last decade and yep. a half in education. And so I just love hearing like, okay, what's the, what's the new terminology? What's the best practices? You know, what, what do you know? What do you learn? Believe it or not, education is not stagnant. No. Education is not no, something is not. that's correct that existed a hundred years ago. Neither are the children. I remember what Darlene Mashakon said, which mm-hmm. I really resonates with me a lot. Kids are evolving, and so kids' learning is evolving, and so we need to evolve with them. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, you know, in some ways, kids are kids, and in other ways, they are not the same as they were no fifty years ago. And as much as we can, you know, be Grandpa Simpson shouting at the cloud, like, it's like, <laughs> why are the kids like this? Like, let's be real here. The prior generation did the same thing to us. Yeah, it's true. And so, like, we need to be receptive. Like, we don't want to constantly punch down. Like, they are different. Yeah. That's a fact. Right. Some of it's not healthy, but mm-hmm. also, what are we going to do with it? Right. How are we going to? So this generation has a different set of challenges. Mm-hmm. So how do we, as the adults, help them? help them overcome those challenges mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and reach them yeah and so not just to our student level but to our student teaching level like yeah. same situation like yeah I, how much younger is this student teacher um i more or less or uh, i would <laughs> say probably probably 15 years younger okay okay yeah. so yeah like they yeah. come with a different perspective like totally fresh for better and for worse or i would say for better and for just fresh yeah um without having any bias right a fresher perspective on what it's like to be a youth. <laughs> <laughs> my knees hurt. We just hurt. sound older and older. Oh, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, so I think coming with a with a um, with a healthy respect for each yeah. other at mm-hmm. the beginning and mm-hmm. establishing that from the beginning, and yeah. um, I set I set the tone from the first conversation, just saying and just stating that like you are coming in as a full teacher. So I want you to step into your full power as a teacher. And if you want to talk about stuff ahead of time, great. Also, I've done things like hand them a book and be like, do something musical with this in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Give them more challenges? (laughs) Yes. Okay, okay, Uh, that's cool. Okay, you know, and do it with a safe class. Yeah. 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 Um, Or I'll be like, okay, you've watched me teach this once. You lead this time, you know, just little by little. 
this uh this time i'm actually handing an entire ensemble over um because uh he wants to do after school orchestra cool, so okay. i know okay, i'm so okay, glad okay. i'm mm. so glad so i was like great you want that challenge you go for it my friend here's cool. all the stuff you design the curriculum i'll help you but here we go. Um, it's been interesting to see what kind of questions have been asked. Um, so I was looking back through my notes um, today from and trying to find kind of a theme. Like, what does everybody ask? Um, a really common question that I get is, uh, how long does it take to teach a song? All four of them have asked that. And I'm like, that is, there's... It depends. <laughs> Seven minutes and nine <laughs> right, seconds. Right. I know. Like, how do you answer that? It's like, well, sometimes you break it down and it's really simple. Yeah. And other times it's not. <laughs> and also, what do you want to do with a song? Yeah. That's that too. Like, a song's a song, sure. But right. like a performance or a learning of the song is like, okay, are you going to just sing it? Are you going to just sing in canon? Are you going to add instruments to it? Exactly. Are you going to dance to it? Are, are you going to create a B section? Are we going to turn it into a rondo? Are we going to sing as we, ch- and, you know, march out into the gates and like Uh (laughs) right like we're gonna do we're gonna do right yeah exactly so So i think also just growing as an educator is learning how to ask exactly what you mean you know Mm -hmm. like really zeroing in on those on those questions like what are you really trying to find you know what are you trying to find out yeah and also like that that question that we get at every workshop of um what what grade level would you do this with you know it's like well that answer depends on your students you know your students a lot better than i do sure, i sure, might sure. do this with third grade you might have some little you know geniuses that could do this in first or your your program might not be as far along you might need to do it in fifth you know it depends so something i love about orf conference is mm-hmm. there we um our lovely friend Dave Thaxton. Bingo card. Yes. <laughs> he <laughs> makes he, a bingo card. He makes a bingo card. And like there are some phrases that are things that are always there. Like, uh-huh. for example, what, what grade, grade level? Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And like I think the element is that's important is to remember that know your community. Yeah. I know your kids. Know your kids. And yeah. like maybe like, this might not work, maybe this won't work. And I think that something that I noticed and this is this might be another episode later on. A lot of times teachers are just looking to TPT it up. Like oh, just yeah. take a lesson and give it to the kids. Yeah. When like I understand how difficult this job can be. I get yes. the stress. Yes. But that's what at least especially as us ORF teachers. Yeah. That will kill an an ORF process if you just take yeah. a, a lesson and then copy pasta like it's true it's true you need to know your you need to know your kids and you mm-hmm. need to personalize it know your kids and know what you want to do with it yeah you have to that's being a culturally responsive teacher people yeah. okay mm-hmm. like don't just get a lesson and and teach it as is that's acceptable if you're like a brand new teacher okay mm-hmm. that's fine if yeah. you're if you're surviving by the skin of your teeth but seriously if you've been in a place long enough to skin have built yeah, but that's another weird one. Kind of like peel your no, eyes. Now I'm feeling it. <laughs> feeling the skin of my teeth. Well, then you need to floss, okay? <laughs> um, Sorry. Where was I? You totally derailed my train of uh, thought. If you're a new teacher. Okay, if you're a new teacher, then it's it's fine to, to get a majority of your lessons, I think, that you teach exactly yeah, as they yeah. are. But once you've been at a place for a certain amount of time and you know your, you know your kids, mm-hmm. And you take the time to get Mm -hmm. to know them and you know their families, you better know enough about them, their ability levels and their life at home and their culture that you start tailoring your lessons. Otherwise you ain't doing your job guys. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just allowing AI to take over your job. 
because in that right? case, you're just saying, "Hey, let's ask ChatGPT." <laughs> <laughs> I, have you asked ChatGPT? About I it also love ChatGPT. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I use it great. all the it's time. Cool. It's phenomenal. I, yeah, I think, it is. I think that's not again. But it's topic. not a finished product. No, it's, it's a, not. It's, it's a jumping off point. What I love about AI at the moment is that yeah, it's something you can throw yeah. against the walls. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, this 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 works. This doesn't work. Okay, and how can I work? You know, it's a wall to throw ideas off of. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's sometimes it's just funny. But I guess in that in that analogy, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're just copy pasta lesson plans, you are just becoming the wall as opposed to the actual teacher it's true like yeah you're you're the facilitator of the creativity mm-hmm. you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like we said earlier like knowing your kids it's going to be different and also understanding when you transfer from being a beginning teacher to someone who actually creates lessons and knows your students it's not like a year it's not oh it's by not, the fourth it's a year process. Especially when you had COVID in the middle of it. <laughs> I like how Mark talks about try one new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been really good about um, at a lot of our, our uh, PDs that we've had or workshops or whatever. He'll talk to the room of teachers and say, um, you've learned a lot today. You've seen a lot today. I want you to know that you don't have to do this tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not expecting all of this at your winter concert. Pick one thing and try it and give it a tr- give it a shot and then you know once you do that you get brave enough to try more and more and more mm-hmm. yeah so i would the, so that going back to our student teacher discussion yeah. like learning how to help them wade into the pool a little bit at a time before you toss them in yeah yeah that, i think that's the key thing we learn by fire but also and also despite the fact that they are adults not children yeah you still are teaching yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. For you're sure. Still are, well, not teaching. You're guiding. Guiding, guiding yeah. is more accurate. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, don't just toss them into the fire to say, ha, yeah. But also right. know who they are and rec- not unprepared. And encourage yeah. them because they're also stressed out. Oh, my gosh. Like, how, what were you like when you were student teaching? How was it like for you? Well, I was a newlywed and mm. um, I was working. So easy. Oh, yeah. I was working four jobs. Um, and it, it all had to be outside the school day because we had to make ends right. meet. I was driving all over town. I was staying up every night till like midnight to get everything done. Yeah. yeah there's a lot on your plate. Yeah. And yeah. like, even though not everyone's going to be doing what you're doing, like yeah. a lot of student teachers don't have jobs. Oh my gosh. I was pregnant too. I sorry. Sorry. You have jobs. Sorry. Yeah. They do have jobs. A lot of them do have jobs just to make ends meet, especially in San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's a stressful it's a stressful thing to I found out I was pregnant halfway through student teaching uh-huh. and I oh. was so tired. I remember I was like I was at a high school. I had a great student teaching experience. Cool. But I was at a high school band and um my my guide teacher found me passed out in the closet under all the band uniforms and she's like, Are you okay? It's <laughs> like um, um. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like a I waffle on my face that's like a band uniform oh like button like <laughs> <laughs> it's rough and ups. <laughs> it was rough. It was really hard. Hmm. And and California just makes you jump through so many hoops yeah. to be a teacher. It's crazy. Yeah. Um anyway, okay, so that's that's us talking to the teachers yeah. who might be hosting a student teacher this year. Let's talk to the student teachers. Yeah. Hey, I see you and I see you're hard. <laughs> that is hard. It's that hard. is it is it's a hard season and uh it gets better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You are not going to get it perfect. No, you're not. Perfection d- is not required. It's like, it's yeah. not. And like, you you are going to make mistakes. And as much, as shallow as those words may feel, mm-hmm. it is true. Because I am still making mistakes in my ninth year. Oh my gosh. I make and mistakes every day. Yeah. Yeah. And like, 
just as much as you want to give the grace to your students, you need, it's important to give grace to yourself as well. Also, it's totally normal to get in your car and cry after a day of work. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. It's a lot. And tears are just, you know, like your, your feelings leaving your body so they don't get stuck in your muscles and give you cramps. I like that better than what my martial arts teacher said. <laughs> when she's... Uh, what is it? Pain is weakness leaving the body. He's like, oh my god. No. <laughs> so, <you> no. Know, <laughs> yeah. No. It's, it's no. 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 Yeah. No. Tears is tears is a symptom. It's healthy. It's he- it's a way of release. Yes, it's release. Symptoms, wrong word. It's good. Tears are release. There you go. It, and it releases endorphins too. Mm-hmm. Like you need to cry. You got to get it out. Because um, this ain't an easy job. It and, is not. But it gets better. And it has purpose. Yes. Yes. I think that's the key part. Yeah. If this is something that you're doing for stability uh, okay but if this is something that you're doing because you believe in it and you will have like a vocation towards it if you feel yeah. like this is your vocation then keep it up like yes. you're doing the good you're doing good stuff That's you're right. making mistakes it's fine but you're doing the good stuff i was getting really philosophical looking at my shampoo bottle and okay. <laughs> on the back it has the ingredients and it says active ingredient and then purpose and i was like active ingredient purpose you got to have purpose mm-hmm, in your mm-hmm, life, right? Mm-hmm. That's the active ingredient. That's the secret sauce, but right? What was it though? Hashtag shower thoughts. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, but was I don't know. It's just stuck purpose? on the title. No, oh. like I'm saying like in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just I, go with I, it. I, Seligman. I, 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 I Come like on. It. I like it. I okay. like it. I'm just now curious <laughs> why a soap bottle's active ingredient is purpose. It's not soap. It's shampoo. It's shampoo. different. Okay. I don't, what's shampoo? Yeah, I know you're bald. <laughs> <laughs> My kids bring it up all the time. Like, bros, I am not just a bald person. Thank you. <laughs> what should I be for Halloween? Uh, Mr. Clean. Uh, oh, this other person, he's bald. Like, oh my gosh, dude. I'm glad it's bald jokes than racist jokes, but like, gosh, <laughs> gosh. Anywho. Oh Lord. Active ingredient. Purpose. purpose. Yeah, you gotta go into this job with purpose. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would say also like you don't you don't usually get much say in who your student teaching with. And so I've mm. I have had a wide range of stories of experiences from fellow teachers. Like mm-hmm, some of them mm-hmm. had a great student teaching experience like I did. I I remember one of our college professors talking about how he walked into his first student day of student teaching and he did not see that teacher until he was done with the semester. What? She just like handed him everything what? and like didn't come to school. Oh gosh. I'm pretty gosh. sure that's like a hundred percent illegal and would not fly yeah, now. No, that's that's bad news bears. I know, but he's old, so I'm sure like they got away with it back then. He's old <laughs> <laughs> in the world. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, and then I've also heard other people talk about how their their guide teachers were just kind of a mess, you know, um, and they didn't learn a whole lot from them. So I feel like just as much as our teaching profession is a vocation. Yes. If you're going to take on a student teacher, have purpose with it. Yes. Don't just do it for the paycheck. Because let's be real, the paycheck isn't a ton. More. Oh, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. <laughs> That's not the well, reason to do it. Unless you're just giving them the lesson and walking out. Yeah, sure, right. I guess so, sure. But, that, but yeah. like, make it worth it. Like, it's almost nothing. Like so. you are affecting these people just as much as you're affecting these kids. Actually, in fact, in doing so, you're affecting your kids negatively if you're affecting your student teacher negatively. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Well, I look at it like I can only 
teach so many kids, but mm-hmm. if I if I have an impact on teachers, yeah, yeah, oh my goodness, that's that's powerful mm-hmm. stuff right there. Mm-hmm. That's where you start getting that exponential growth. And so I want to help reach as many teachers as Definitely. I possibly can. And yeah. geez, like getting somebody launched in this, like we had to figure out what the heck an elementary music teacher did. We didn't know. I didn't. If know. you're new here in Southern California, uh-huh. elementary music t- is not really a thing. Nope. And so we had to figure it that frick out before us <laughs> there was no arts for 35 years in chula vista in chula vista yes there was none so, um yeah. go back to season one if you want to hear that story it was an exciting time yeah. and it was really cool we also didn't know what we were doing yeah. um we figured a lot out we figured a lot out yep and it yeah. i feel really good about where we've landed and i also am so excited to see where people can go i kind of go back to that quote from bob phillips so he's one of the writers of the sound innovations curriculum Mm, he's a Mm -hmm, strings mm -hmm. teacher we took a workshop with him several years ago but in the middle of his workshop he just dropped this truth bomb like right in the middle of my orchestra room and it was am i preparing my students for my past or their future and i was like whoa you know we always have to be looking at what challenges can we can we give people who are coming to us to learn and it's everybody from the students in our class like my students can read music so well already like they're reading some really complex rhythms like they can they can read in multiple meters they know dotted rhythms they can read 16th notes they they're on fire with that and they can sight sing if we're using solfege it's Mm -hmm. really exciting i couldn't do that in elementary school and so i'm totally preparing them to launch further than i was ever able to go and the same thing with a student teacher you know i walked in didn't have any instruments in my classroom yeah i had to teach with plastic plates and cups and dowel rods for a a semester yeah i didn't even have boom whackers for six months yeah listen to the first season we talk about it was a a lot lot. yes and so like if i can set somebody up with okay this is what an elementary music teacher should do if they're worth their stuffing and then here's all the stuff here's all the tools that you need to actually do your job how much further and faster can they go Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a cool that's an exciting thought to me I want to see that. Yeah. I want to be part of that. I want I, to build that. I know we've not we've been trying to address the student teacher uh-huh. in this, but I kind of also want to go back to addressing the the, the mentor. Yeah, part. totally. Like, um, I want to, and then I lost my train of thought. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it was something along the lines of um, kind of. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Like, just as much as you tell your, t- uh, your students, it's like the the notion that you don't have to have it together if you want if you want to be a a, a student a master teacher what do they call it now guide teacher guide teacher if you want to be a guide teacher and um you were apprehensive you not feel like you're it yet there is no it and so oh, yeah, like for sure. if you feel just like, jump in just jump in and mm-hmm. like join the mess just like the kid like the kid you're teaching is joining the mess it's so nice to have another adult in the room you it guys is. it's amazing yeah. it's life-changing i i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so great and let me tell you my student teachers see some real life because my kids are awesome and they got a lot going on and so it is the chaotic harmony that's there's a reason that this podcast has its name <laughs> despite the fact that it's hard to say sometimes it, it inspired by real life here yeah, yeah in, my dad came up with the name after witnessing my classroom <laughs> I, I think it runs better than uh hurting cats <laughs> hurting cats podcast no yeah nah. it doesn't run no. although that felt like there's, there's that, some days. that was 
There's some news. That was yesterday. Ooh, rough <laughs> it was rough. I was like, is the planet in retrograde? And there's like literally six planets in retrograde right now. The universe said, yes, yes, it is. The planet is I've in, acc- occurring with a lot of global issues. So. Oh, that too. I have a coworker who's like, is Mercury still in the microwave <laughs> instead of retrograde? It's just this stupid joke that we have. No, our, our, our planet is. Hey. 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 Not so much. Okay. Anyway, if you have a student teaching yeah. experience or nugget of wisdom, I'm so interested to hear it. Yeah. Please reach out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're a student teacher. Yes. And you're like having questions. First off, talk, yeah. to, your, talk to your guide teacher, of course. But like. You can use us too. Yeah. 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 Happy happy to reach out or connect you to some. If we, if we don't know the answer, we'll find somebody who does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I feel like this is a great time to plug. Um, I am on the on the board of ASIM, the American mm-hmm. Center for Elemental Music and Movement, um, and we offer a weekly help desk. We call we call it the ASIM help desk, and it's a Zoom meeting, and it's open to anybody who wants to join. And you can submit questions anonymously, or you can ask a question live if you're comfortable with that. And it just goes to you know a panel of people who have the same job you do, and we hash out answers well there you have it yeah use it check it help it talk to me if you need to find it all right all right okay we will be back with spiccato after After the the break. break I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. I have a spiccato. But before you do the spiccato, we have a hard left turn. Hey! Hey! So first off, thank you so much, dude. All y'all. Five years. It's been wild. And thank you to all those who've been following us for these past five years. But in order to make sure this community keeps on growing and reach out to other people, join us on patreon.com slash chclassroom. There's a lot of stuff there. You can get cool merch and also great lesson ideas in different... Lesson plans, procedures. Check it out. Classroom visuals. All of the things. And also direct communication to us. That's right. But also, if you can't toss a buck away, that's totally fine. You can help us still by um, sending us a review on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts. Five is the only number I know. That's right. And um, leave us a review like verbally. It does help make sure the algorithms are nice to us. Plus it just feels good yeah it does it I, really I get happy does. every single time i see something that's not b arbra i like b arbra but every time i see something that's not b arbra <laughs> i get a little joy dance it's so, true yeah it's so true. do that and also whether or not you're on youtube go to youtube.com slash cs classroom and you know hit us to subscribe yes yes you might hear my puppy in the background because i'm holding one of her toys oh <laughs> i see it's that is our spiccato mm. she does not trust this toy so to our listeners you're it holding... is a green rubber pig rubber pig and what do you how big is that 
like the size of a Nerf football. Sure. I would say, okay? It's a green rubber pig. And this is what it sounds like. (laughs) Okay. What do you think? Okay. Huh. (laughs) Look at her. (laughs) (laughs) She's cocking her head like, what are you doing with my toy, Mom? Um, What would you do with a green pig? So I... First off, I'd make sure that they're not in easy access. Cause yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't let an 11-year-old get that. Ask me how I know. How do you know? Because <laughs> I have one who lives in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I'm having too much fun. Um, no, also, like, in my classroom, I have, like, that that bunch of rubber chickens. That, oh, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But, like, the only place to place that is in good access is in too easy of access. Oh, the yeah. So kids like to mess around with it. Anywho, um, you know what's really fun about this is the inhale it gives. So let me get. Oh gosh! Listen to that inhale. Did you get that? (laughs) An asthmatic (laughs) green pig with also stubble or spikes. Yeah, it does have spikes. That's for the the dog for sensory. Is it or? But you can find them in any pet shop. I found them. They're they're not expensive. Um, obviously, you know, there's, you can go with like, rhythmic ostinato. Ooh. I'm oh, sorry. I should, let me just see if something's coming out. Yeah, don't knock the mic. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's something you do. I'll bet you can get a different sound with a mallet. We uh, don't have one, though. Well, we can try, like, just like with something percussive. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Maybe. Okay. Is a little bit like just like, what are you doing, to my friend? Yeah, she's like, what are that's you doing? My, that's my toy. No, she doesn't trust it though. Mm. She, oh, she she'll like touch it and then run away from it because mm. it's almost as big as she is. I have a very small dog. Um, Another thing I have. So okay, we, we, do you have you ever do you have your kids do doggy doggy? Where's my bone? I haven't done that game. Okay, it's a fun little game at the end. Okay. So in case you're not aware of how this game works, you have someone sitting in a chair with their eyes closed, and we sing a song. Mm-hmm. Doggy, doggy, where is my bone? And then all the uh, the person in the chair closes their with their eyes closed has to sing who you know who's the best my bone, and then whoever you give a marker to or whatever mm-hmm. they sing I have your bone or something along the lines of that, or maybe you have two markers but not instead of having them you know sing it. Oh, you play it. <laughs> just, just add a little flavor You play to a it. dog toy instead. Exactly. That's or, a or, fun idea. Or, or, or I got a bunch of rubber chickens. We could do that as you well. Could, you could. You could. This this definitely has rubber chicken vibes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking of... So we're doing the book Too Much Noise. Mm. And Rob Amchin... Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Um, does, uh, does an orf piece to it. And it's... I think it's volume four page six number six mm-hmm. okay i probably just made all that up but i think i didn't there's too much noise there's too much noise beds are squeaking floors are creaking there's too much noise there's too much noise and the teapot whistling all day and it's about a uh, man who has a noisy house and mm. he can't sleep and he can't even think he can't hear himself think and he gets mad at it so he goes to the wise men of the village off he goes the wise men knows oh off he goes the wise men knows just what to do about too much noise i'm doing it with my fifth graders right now and uh the wise man tells him to get a cow 
and put it in his house. And then he goes back to the wise men. And then he's and there's still too much noise. Okay, get a pig. And then goes gets a pig. And then dogs and cats and, all, and he gets all this all these animals in his house. And then he's like, they're driving me crazy. It's not fixing the problem. The wise man says, okay, now get rid of all of them. And he does. And he's like, oh, my house is nice and quiet, even though it's making the same noises mm-hmm, that it was before, mm-hmm. right? And the moral of the story is things could always be worse. But the real question, what happened to all those animals? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We don't worry about that. But anyway, well, like while the pigs are going by, <laughs> I mean, it's obvious, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a sound effect. Yeah, yeah. It would be hilarious in the middle of a, of a play, I think. Just bust that out. Bust it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's our ideas. Yeah. If you have any ideas, let us know. Let us know. Uh-huh. Round of the week. Okay. I We have a song. It's not a round, but song it's a song. Week. But okay. we were we were singing it, and I feel mm-hmm. like we need, we need to sing it. Okay. Here. So this is Avon Gillespie, who is a um, Orf granddad. Orf Grandin. Yeah. He um, he did a lot of work out here on this side of the country um, in the Orf community, and this is his song. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome, 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 everybody here. That's it. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome, 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 everybody here. That's it. You can sing it over and over again. You can add ostinati to it. You can get a little body percussion going to it. I have a shruti box, uh, which is an Indian instrument, which is really fun to play. It's a drone instrument. So you, it's got levers on it that you pull, and it kind of works like an accordion. Go so. check episode 70 something. Okay. You used it before. Did I? Yeah, you did. I don't even remember what we it's did anymore. It's a long anymore. time ago. Yeah. It was just last year. <laughs> it's it's a great tool yep. i love my shruti box and so i let a kid play the shruti box cool, cool, and cool. honestly and then we all sing it and it's lovely mm-hmm. welcome welcome everybody welcome 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 everybody here mm-hmm. thanks for being my shruti box john indeed <laughs> appreciate it all right cool. that's that a awesome. wrap yeah, yeah that's a wrap that's it mm-hmm. or a song it's a song it's, it's true a song. It's a song yeah <laughs> But if someone wanted to share some songs to you, Crystal, mm-hmm. how would they contact you? You can find me at Mrs.Pridmore on Instagram or at CrystalPridmore.com. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N on all the socials. Um, you can find me also on JohnSeligman.com there, um, as well as you can find us at CH Classroom. Um, if you want to email us, we would love to receive your emails. We will respond to you at a time uh, <laughs> we're doing better we're doing better we're doing okay, better, doing better. But, uh, send us an email at chaotic chaotic harmony classroom at gmail.com yeah good luck saying it <sighs> say it three times fast do it do it <laughs> send it to us record it to us and make us really happy yeah yeah thank you so much y'all bye bye The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com.